The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. Nothing was spooky about the Virginia Tech Hokies performance on Thursday night. We are here on Sunday morning. We had so much fun on Thursday. We had so much fun on Friday. We had so much fun on Saturday. We're like, hey, you know what? Let's record this podcast on Sunday morning. Joining me is Billy Ray Mitchell in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Pat Finn in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we are the Sons of Saturday. We did celebrate a little bit of Halloween yesterday. Some college football-themed costumes <laughs> were uh, gracing the city of Charlotte, North Carolina. I do enjoy doing football-themed costumes every now and then. This year was no different. Uh, had a lot of questions about stealing signs, and uh, this has been planned out for a long time, so uh, I didn't really have any good go-to lines about that i didn't have any props either but uh, i thought the look was good and that's all we really needed billy ray how are you my friend happy october i think you happy on october 29th (laughs) i think you you really undersold pat crushes halloween every single year look that was you tweeted it the other day we're gonna have an unprecedented amount of fun and I, i we say it every time that we play a game at home we, we had so much fun at this football game. Uh, Syracuse came in. Um, I have to say, I, I felt good about this game. I didn't feel Wake Forest levels of good, but if you asked me, I'd have been like, look, it's going to be a four-quarter game. Virginia Tech's got to use the crowd. They got to play good defense, and it's going to be close. That's not what happened. Virginia Tech, cover your kids' ears, absolutely kicked Syracuse's ass for four quarters and it was it was awesome. I can't remember the last time we watched a game of that dominant performance against an ACC team with the stakes that we were playing for. I mean, I had so much fun against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, we we pretty much had them do nothing on offense. We jumped all over them in the first quarter. I don't even know where to start, so we're going to just start with our hokey haikus, but Virginia Tech wins the game. 38 to 10. The weekend couldn't have gone better. UNC lost as well. Duke lost as well. We play a massive football game in six days, and we're going to talk about all of it. Let's just yeah. let's just do the poetry. Meaningful football in the month of our Lord, November. <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2023. Andrew Mitchell is always the first to deliver a hokey haiku. This was in the waning minutes of the fourth quarter get or got loud in Saxburg terror dome big win at home how about that little rhyme play the Knolls again hey who knows let's not get ahead of ourselves we do have a big game in Louisville this weekend Mark <laughs> Pluta in the Twitter DMs Thursday night Saxburg welcome to the terror dome tell share you can turn back time I think that must be a share reference. I am not a share truther. Uh, I don't oh, know I about share. share. Do you know that I song? Share. I love share. There's that there's that one hit wonder. Um, I got you, babe. Love that song. Sunny and share. Sunny. Uh, sad story. Sad story. Real quick. I this is this is I, I think this is true. I'm pretty sure Sunny died skiing at Breckenridge. Um, I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, not to be sad but i'm pretty sure that happened thank you for crushing the mood like we just crushed the orange <laughs> and then the third one we'll, we'll read some more at the end john cranham 
I said, hey, we need more Cran Cam here after these home victories. Confidence is here. Synergy is obvious. More wins on the way. Big, big, uh, big, big uh, word to syllable ratio here, uh, JC. We missed you a lot, man. Uh, um, we missed you. I know JC was doing some, some, uh, some dentist speaking, uh, and educating America or or the country or the world. I don't I don't know what he was doing, but but it, but uh, I understand. We understand. And we'll talk um, about we'll talk about JC and and some other. A cast of characters in the uh, the vibe setting here. So you know, yeah, where watch where do we tailgate? What was the vibe? Karsten, Karsten, sent me this yesterday. Love the sentiment. He's like, "Hey, Thursday games are the best. You get the national spotlight. It's a guaranteed night game in Lane Stadium. If you win, ride that high all weekend long. If you lose, forget about it and actually enjoy the weekend." Thank you for coming to the TED Talk. Karsten, love the TED Talks. But yeah, I mean, you got ESPN on the call. You got Mike Vick in the house. You got Billy Ray. I know you met uh, some NASCAR uh, heroics from VA. I didn't see him, but Jeb Burton was also in the house. Great picture with Coach Foster. Great pictures with uh, with Coach Young. He was around. You know a guy. You, you know you're in a good spot when... <laughs> You know you're in a good spot when famous people, and I know Jeb Burton's a Hokie fan, but you know they're like they don't come back a lot when they will do the hashtags that you know aren't going to picked up by the algorithm. So some of his posts were like uh, hashtag Let's Go Hokies or hashtag I Love Hokie Nation. Um, but he was touching the Hokie Stone. He was down there. He was in the building. You love to see people coming down and uh, and checking it out. I think um, you're you're going to mention him next here. Um, what, why don't you go ahead and share who was in town and I'll give you one of his quotes that were great. (laughs) So there was, we were talking about John Cran, big game boomer and treadmill horse sat in John Cran's seats in section five next to K Finn. It was like the Mm -hmm. ultimate combo here. Um, did you have any big game boomer treadmill horse feedback that you wanted to share? I, I gave big game boomer some, uh, I gave him some grief um, for the student section rankings and some of the rankings. And I said, look, I know it's your shtick. You, you play into the, um, you play into the engagement, which is really well done. Uh, but I, I believe this was his first time at tech or his first time in tech for a long time. He's all the way from Oklahoma, which I didn't know. Um, but by all, by all feedback, I think he had an amazing time. Uh, there is one more gentleman. You may know his name. He used to work at the Ringer. He was in town. He's doing like this college football journey all over the place, and he was there too. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, but he may be going on college football Monday. And he had a yeah. tweet that was so perfect. He said, when I'm going around the country and I go to a Wednesday game, a Thursday game, a Monday game, all the fans are basically like, hey – you know, it stinks that you had to come in the middle of the week. Our, our crowd is usually not that awesome. But I pull up to Virginia Tech and everyone says, wait, you're going to Virginia Tech on Thursday night? That's awesome. And what an amazing – it's literally like a three or four hour. Virginia Tech is literally amazing. Imagine not going to school here, infomercial, uh, every single time you play. And – um Man, this is look. This was a big weekend for us, Pat. I, I don't mean to make it about us off the rip. We um, Will Trent did a great job uh, taking photos as he typically does, but we also brought in. We'll talk about him in shoutouts, but um, we brought a a crew, Chris and Eric, down from uh, from on three to do some work. Um, and that is what this awesome, awesome content is coming out all week. I mean, the day, uh, yeah, the Daquan Felton celebration, awesome pictures. We're working on one of those. One of those movies that come out after a big win. Maybe that'll be out by the time this drops. Maybe it won't. Uh, but there is some awesome, awesome content coming from this weekend. And to to have them come in and for us to perform like this and for the lights to be on and the crowd to be there. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was fantastic. That that first and second quarter, Pat, those third downs of which Syracuse uh converted on zero of them all night, it was Definitely loud. Um, it, it, it was, 
I think it might have been the loudest game of the year. It was so loud on those third downs. The environment was incredible. And one more thing. I have to tip my cap to Brad Worthman and the group that does just in-game events and coordination and music. My father pointed this out. He was like, going to a football game here, the television timeouts fly by because there's something going on that's awesome all the time. The music was great. Uh, I know we celebrated um, uh, Fixin's National Championship. It, it is just such an amazing production, and the play on the field matched the production. Um, it was, it was, it was so fun. It really was start to finish. Just, just awesome. What else? What else did you see, man? What else? What yeah, else I mean, was out there? The Benny's bites. Oh, what a what an ad for this year mm-hmm. that has just everyone's fired up when they bring two students on. How about the field goal kick? First miss of the year. I know. Well, I, I saw that the guy the guy missed on college game day too. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Ken Oxendine leading the Let's Go cheer. I have so much fun during the Let's Go cheer. I mean, <laughs> it's just can't wait to say who who is uh, who's brought out for NC State. And I just love this team so much at home. Oh my gosh! After so many- how much of an idiot am I? Preseason yeah. prediction: We're going to win more games on the road than we are at home. Virginia Tech yeah. said, "Hey, we're going to play Purdue in a weird game, and then we're never going to lose. We're not going to lose any more games at home so far." It's been <laughs> awesome. just a brutal take. <laughs> Bad take. Bad take. But you know, after so many years of just having uh oh scenarios at home, you string three dubs together in Lane Stadium in terrific environments. And we know that, hey, NC State, like, we're going to pull out all the stops for NC State when we get them at home. Honestly, pretty bummed that we only have one more opportunity to to take it all in uh, behind the gates of Lane Stadium. And Coach Pry is reestablishing what we know and what we love, and that is winning at home. Now, I know that we have not played, you know, top-tier competition at home, but I do know that the last three home wins were – Pretty much complete games over a conference opponents. I know there's room for improvement on every single game that we have played, but um, as far as just going out there and really dominating um, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, and Syracuse, extremely encouraging due to how consistent we are getting uh, in those positions. Here is the barometer for how well we played on Thursday night. I went to the concession stands three separate times. I never go to the concession stands. And when you're beating a team by that many points and you're having that good of a time and you want to get a refill on the beer and also a turkey leg. Hey, let me meander all the way to the southeast corner of the stadium and go get a turkey leg. Fun fact, it was my very first turkey leg. Probably had... 10 to 15 people around me all take a bite. We call that a victory bite. Uh, Billy, did you have a bite? I think you had a, I think you and your dad both had a bite. Yeah, I think everybody in section five had a bite of that, uh, of that turkey leg. It was fantastic. And then ultimately, we get our favorite pit, we get our very favorite bits of content of the day. The section five wind photo as displayed right here for the YouTube viewers. How pretty is that, man? Look at all How those. How great is that? Just good-looking people. And then the there's nothing like walking out of Lane Stadium with a dub. Uh, truly the most fun content. So, shall we talk about the game? Yeah, I know you're going to jump into stats. I just We have talked ad nauseum about the first quarter. What? Let's just go out and play a good first quarter, and who knows what would happen. Who knows what would happen? Because after the first quarter, we 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 get settled in, we play good football. Like, what would happen if we come out, and we play a first quarter? Well, here's the drive chart for Syracuse uh, on their first few drives. Three and out for Syracuse. Tech kicks a field goal. Three and out for Syracuse. Tech has a ten play, sixty eight yard drive for a touchdown. Three and out for Syracuse. Tech drives down the field, kicks a field goal. Syracuse goes three and out. 
again. Tech drives downfield, kicks a field goal. Syracuse punts on four plays, and Tech goes down and scores a touchdown. Six plays, 93 yards. And I'm over here on the sideline, and I'm like, hey, are we wasting a scholarship on Peter Moore right now? <laughs> he said, we love Peter Moore. We haven't seen – are we going to see Peter Moore punt at all today? Is he going to do like, man, he is co- – I know he's the holder, but he's, gotta get, he's getting cold over there, man. Virginia Tech scored points on every single drive but one in the first half. Syracuse scored zero points. That's not that's not correct. Syracuse actually did end up kick, uh, kicking a field goal. So actually, that's on me. That's Billy Ray's fault. Punt, field goal, punt, touchdown, punt, field goal, punt, field goal, punt, touchdown, field goal. So Syracuse did score three points. But the point the point is Virginia Tech played unbelievable in the first quarter, and it was awesome. The first half, Billy Ray. First, first half. First half. Um, I mean, the first half, what was it, like 341 yards and 17 first downs? It was unbelievable. It was un- it, it was unbelievable. Uh, some numbers here. Eight sacks on the night. Eight of them. Ocho. So that's 15 in the last two games, which is the most over a two-game stretch in like 25 years. Um over 500 yards of offense. I, I, I have, I have WTF next to this stat. 42 minutes of time of possession. Oh my gosh! Who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Zero rushing yards for for Syracuse. Syracuse ran like 42 plays all night, which is hilarious. John Love. Five of five on the night. 15 points for JL. We loved love. We love points. That's what they were saying on the call with a long of 43, his career long. Kyle Lowe, eight touchbacks. Any any game where you're kicking off eight times, probably solid. I mean, setting the tone, coming out, punching him in the mouth, beginning to end. It was um it was unbelievable. If we talk about the offense, if you want to have a singular gripe, one gripe, and it, it's hard it's hard to have a gripe. The red zone offense, it's been a thorn in the heel for, for Virginia Tech for a while. Getting the ball down inside the third Syracuse 30-yard line, inside their 20, uh, ending with a lot of field goals. Would love to see those converted touchdowns. I mean, this, this football game easily could have been we, – we could have scored 40 points in the first half easily. Um, again, there's not that much to complain about. Um, that is my only gripe. Shout out to John Love, five of five. John Love scored 18 points by himself. John Love could have beaten Syracuse on his own. Um, but that that's really my only gripe that I that I have with the offense. Um, do you do you have any other qualms? That's about it. You know, I, I don't think drones played his best game. He didn't need to. You don't need to rely on Kyron Drones having a good passing game when you run for over 340 yards, you know? <laughs> so uh, that's totally fine. Drones was, let's see, I, I know um, we 15 of 24 15. for 194 yards passing. Uh, sure. Again, no turnovers. Uh, he broke Sean Glennon's record for the most passing attempts uh, without an interception so far. Malachi Did Thomas. It? Did he break it or is he like three away? I think I believe he broke it. Sean Glennon tweeted out, uh, "I didn't even know that I owned this record, but congratulations! I can confirm that for you." Sean Glennon, Malachi Thomas threw a touchdown as well. Um, so <laughs> oh, yeah, by two the way. more two more <laughs> pass attempts until Kyron Drones ties Sean Glennon's post nineteen eighty seven Hokies record for consecutive passes without an interception. That record is one hundred and forty nine. So he has two more pass attempts to break that record. That tweet went out at 9.48 p.m. from Andy Bitter. Um, Malachi Thomas threw a touchdown to – that went to uh, – Daquan Felton. That was a little That was a little, uh, little Sam Rogers to Stephen Peoples or mm-hmm. uh, Miami 2016. A lot of similarities between this and Miami 2016. You got the eight sacks. You got the trick mm-hmm. play touchdown. Sam Rogers and Malachi Thomas are doing the uh, – 
the strong jacked guys embrace uh, meme right now uh, for throwing <laughs> touchdowns. Probably both have a hundred passer ratings. Running game, Basil Tutin, unstoppable. Yes. 18 carries, 118 yards, touchdown, over six and a half yards per carry. Malachi Thomas, again, thank you. Thank you. Love everything we're seeing from him. It's just so happy for him. 13 carries, 87 yards, 6.7 yards per carry, and a passing touchdown. And 100% QBR for Malachi Thomas. Tyron um, Drones. Eight carries, 56 yards. He actually had the longest carry of the night of anyone wearing maroon. On Kyron Jones' long run towards the south end zone, did you notice how at the end of the run he kind of slid? And yeah, he like, didn't oh, want to run. He didn't like, run anybody over that time. I was like, oh, man, he, he might take a hit here. Uh, and he just got right up. It was, it was a testament to how – big and strong and athletic drones is just if you watch the clip watching him get up after what seemed to be i mean if you or me are doing that billy we might be uh we might be in the uh at the hospital the next day (laughs) and then you have zavian turner brad so i had to give him a shout out i'd love to find a way to get him the ball more uh he he only had one carry but it was nine yards but it was one of the more fun nine yard gains that you'll see um very david wilson-esque i mean he ran about 10 or 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage uh gets gets nine yards there i love to see that uh we saw chance black jeremiah coney and pop watson all log rushing attempts as well um look i think we also figured out some stuff while playing some musical chairs up front um the right side specifically of the offensive line i want to shout out was extremely effective on thursday Uh, We saw some Johnny Garrett at tackle with Brody Meadows at guard. We saw some Lath Ganim as well. He looked pretty awesome. So, look, when you're in a position like this, you can try some stuff. You can be experimental. You can roll out some different looks. Uh, Tech had the opportunity to do that specifically in the second half. And I'd be remiss. Look, Tyler Bowen, another game where he was in his bag. Trick plays, wrinkles in the run game, running out different looks. I mean, it, it seemed like this probably wasn't the number, but it seemed like we ran like three reverses in the in the first half, um, just making every other team that has to play tech account for so many different things. And I was talking to Coach Holmes after this, and he made a great point. These 10 days that we had off um, with the bye week were so important and so well used. Um, you look at the beginning of the year where – Grant Wells is the starter and the offense is pretty much catered to his skill set. I think that they use those 10 days as a second camp or a second install period. We tailored this offense so much more to the skill set of the players that are playing at this point in the season. And you have to give a hats off to Tebow and this staff Um, an incredible, incredible job. And um, I, 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 I can't wait for, for more weeks of watching it. I, I I can't, can this season never end? I really, I really wouldn't. I I said it to Sam Jesse on our preview pod last week. I said, Hey, I want to see something from Daquan Felton. And guess what? Daquan Felton got involved on Thursday night, 62 yard catch and run from drones Full extension. We got Will Trent, who had a magnificent uh, Easter egg. We're going to be putting some some awesome Daquan Felton touchdown catch content out there. And then the trick play, obviously. Um, so that was awesome. Nine different receivers got involved catching passes. We had... Daquan Felton, Jalen Lane, Stephen Gosnell, Daywan Lofton, Basil Tootin, Malachi Thomas, Tucker Holloway, Daquan Wright, who was awesome blocking on Thursday night. Awesome, awesome blocking game from Daquan Wright. Glad to see he's okay when he was uh, he was down on the field for a while, got, got back up, came back in the game. And then Benji Gosnell, they all logged receptions, 210 yards, averaging 13.1 yards per catch, two touchdowns, and 16 total receptions. Um, 
fantastic. Felton's numbers three for 80. Jay Lane, six for 72. Bummed that Jay Lane did not get in the end zone on Thursday night, but uh, there's always NC State. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone's getting involved on uh, on this wide receiving core. Shout out to Coach Mines and the guys. Uh, I mean, there's also the potential, you know, the rumors surrounding Ollie Jennings potentially coming back, making uh, making an appearance for the last two games of the year. So we'll see about that. I know that he was on the sideline in cleats warming up on Thursday. Not not dressed, but uh, he he was in cleats. Pretty hilarious on college game day as well with his uh, Scooby-Doo impersonation. Raggy. <laughs> not one of your not one of your better impersonations, but yes. I, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> save it. we'll save it. Ball security has been really impressive from this offense this year. Really impressive. Uh, tip of the cap to – I know I know. we almost uh, – Drones almost got picked off in the first half. And uh, that's why the Syracuse DB plays DB and not wide receiver. But, um, hey, testament to this team, taking care of the football. Complimentary football equals taking care of the football. Um, you want to talk about the D? Any, any other uh, closing thoughts on the offense? No. Uh, just a complete game start to finish. Again, want to get better at the uh, red zone scoring. But if you're ending drives with points, can't really complain too much. Um, the defense, if, if I had to have a nitpick, there were no turnovers. Um, but I mean, the relentless pursuit to the football, every single down gap integrity by the linebackers was awesome. Uh, and then one more thing that really stood out to me, um, talked with this, uh, talked about this with coach Holmes as well. The interior defensive line did an amazing job getting the heel depth of the interior of Syracuse's offensive line. There was nowhere for Schrader to go. I mean, he was running for his life all night long. And look, Schrader's not a, a, a slouch. Schrader's a solid quarterback, can make things happen, good creator, and he just had nowhere to go. Defensive ends pinned their ears back, collapsed the pocket, and then uh, Fuga, Kendricks, Pollard, they were all there to clean it up. Um, it was just a, a, a virtuoso performance from the guys up front. Did you want to talk about your nitpick? I mean, my one nitpick is just no turnovers. But again, it's hard to it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to really complain when you hold Syracuse to to zero yards per attempt on the ground and you make you know Garrett Schrader's life absolutely horrible uh, for sixty minutes. It was just sack and sack and sack and TFL and sack. The pocket was collapsing all night long. Early in the game, setting the tone. Crowd was setting the tone. The defense was getting in the offense's head. Um, three out of the five first offensive plays for Syracuse were penalized. Uh, a few pre-snap penalties. Section seven doing their part. Section five doing their part. I think we picked up our first uh, false start of the year in section five. Bruce was uh, doing a bow um, after we <laughs> we got it got after it. I know the biggest play that we allowed all day long was a 22-yard Alfred catch. Hey, guys, this is Ali Jennings III, wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM. Tyler Ave in Radford, or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. Stats that win football games, you mentioned already, Tech one time possession, 18 minutes to 42. Syracuse was 0 for 9 on third down. They did not convert a single third down all night long. Uh, Dino Baber is absolutely in the spin zone. Um, just a nightmare, a nightmare for Dino Babers in Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, and again, the eight sacks, no yards per attempt, rushing the ball, 12 tackles for loss. Um, incredible, incredible performance. Um, I guess I'll about- say, 
Tough. I guess I'll say. Go ahead. What was really tough at the uh, end of the first half? Mose Phillips ejected for targeting. Jalen Stroman gets hurt on what seemed to be like the very next play. Um, yeah, for them really to come tough. back, for them to come back and be able to continue to have that type of performance when you're so short at the safety position already, and then to lose both safeties, um, just you know, tip of the cap to Coach Marv and that unit who were getting a ton of flack at the beginning of the season understandably so um and to come back and put in this type of performance is just is just awesome um such a big i mean you cannot say enough about how much of a big game this was for both programs trying to get to a bowl game and um glad uh glad we came out and and made it happen we have we have made fun of some of these stats for so much um and we were saying them tongue in cheek but but what are the numbers now for this virginia tech for this virginia tech defense yes. So scoring defense, opponent points per game, we're now 44th at 22.9. So that's an improvement. I know the one that we've been laughing about all year that we can actually not laugh. We're not laughing at, we're laughing with, you know, passing defense, opponent passing yards per game, Virginia Tech, number three, number three in the country, 165 yards per game that that is just behind Michigan and Ohio state who have a combined zero losses. And then you have Virginia tech and, and Northern Illinois and Southern Alabama, uh, bringing up the uh, three, four and five spot rushing yards. This is also kind of funny too, because Virginia tech's rushing defense was ranked in like the 115, 120 range just four or five weeks ago. And lo and behold, now the Hokies are 74th, only allowing 153 rushing yards per game. That's what happens when Wake Forest only has like 35 and Syracuse has goose egg in the rushing yards department. So pretty impressive. A lot of fun. The defense is having fun. The linebacker play is a lot better. Uh, the safeties have been really good this year the dbs have been fantastic this year this um, test uh, this week's test against louisville is really going to be a completely different level of quarterback that we've seen you know other than jordan travis uh these were not updated uh to reflect uh this past week's game uh, but these are sacks per game uh so it's not the total but virginia tech uh was fourth in the country in sacks per game i can't imagine that would swing that much after this uh, we always talk about the importance of the guys up front making the tackles and not getting to that third level. Well, we did that. Kelly Lawson led the team with tackles with seven, Jenkins with five, Pal Ryland four, Tisdale four, Kendricks three, Burgos three, and then you see a defensive back with three in Dorian Strong. Um, so again, amazing, amazing job by that front group. Um, I, I think the common theme of this year Honestly, especially when we got out of uh, non-conference play, which, man, what a what, what a lifetime ago that feels like, has just been improvement. It feels like every single unit on this team has improved over the course of the season. That's coaching. That's getting the right guys in there. That's experience. Um, you know, wide receiver group has gotten significantly better. The tight ends group, which we were super worried about from a blocking perspective when um, when Nick Gallo went down, that group has gotten better. Every single group has improved. And man, it has been, it, it, it has been awesome. Um, everybody is getting in on a slice of the pie. We got to talk about our friends, Pat. Why don't you, why don't you talk about our buddies over at Benny's? Yeah. The special teams, a slice of special teams, a slice of the Virginia slice. You guys are very familiar with Benny Marzano's in downtown Blacksburg, but there's also Benny Sorrentino's in Harrisonburg. There's Benny's on the ocean, on the Virginia Beach ocean front. What about Benny Rinaldi's in North Charleston? Benny Palmetto's in Mount Pleasant? Benny Ventano's in Richmond? Or Soldado's in Bedford? I am not Italian, but every single time I take a bite into Benny's pizza, 
I feel a little bit more Italian. We did a lot of fun uh, content with the men's basketball team on Thursday morning prior to the game. Finished the content off in the lounge uh, in Hanhurst, enjoying slices of Benny's pizza with the coaching staff. Ton of fun. Had an awesome time. Uh, but shout out to our guys, Chris and Zach, over at Benny's, Benny's Pizza. Get it in Blacksburg, but also try one of their other 30 locations up and down the mid-Atlantic. Slices, special teams. Special Tucker teams Holloway. are fantastic. Uh, Tucker Holloway, the guy just has incredible vision. It's 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 so funny. Um, we joke Wait. About $5 off your, your, uh, your pie. Mentioned Five since. bucks off. Of course, that's that's the important part. Tell them the sun <laughs> sent you when you order five dollars off your pie. Are you kidding me? It's a twenty-eight inch pie. It's so funny because we talked about this on our interview. Um, so again, my my pops is in town. He watches Tech a lot, and uh, the ball is in the air, uh, going to Tucker Holloway on his on his second or third punt return. And um, I'm like, oh man, this punt returner is awesome. He's like. Man, y'all got a y'all got a white returner back there as the ball is in the air. Tucker catches it, <laughs> takes it 57 yards. His vision is incredible. I understand he's fast. I understand he's shifty. But it is his vision and his patience that really I I think quite honestly makes him an elite punt returner. He's fourth in the country right now in returns, 18.7 yards per return. Again, this is pre-Saturday stats being in, but it's off the average, so I'm assuming it's going to be right around there. Um, had four returns for 83 yards. His 57-yard return led to points, gave Virginia Tech the ball at the 29-yard line. And then again, John Love, salute my man, five for five, long of 43, three for three on extra points, 18 total points. Awesome performance all night long, Mr. Love. Great, great job. Special teams, being special. You love to see it. What's it time for? Today I'm bringing, as I take a sip from the chalice, Pat's Blue Ribbon of the Week. PBR, we just mentioned Benny's. Well, nothing nothing goes together like a slice of PBR. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Benny's uh, in Lane Stadium sells PBR, and Lane Stadium is the only stadium, college football, in the United States of America that serves Pabst Blue Ribbon. I want you guys to know this, that we got one game left. NC State. NC State, make that the PBR game for you. If you haven't had a PBR yet from the Benny's in Lane Stadium, we love Pabst Blue Ribbon. And Pat's Blue Ribbon... Of the week, I am going to give it to just swagger being back in the house. And what I mean by that, consistency and confidence and, hey, this is our house and no one comes into our house and pisses on us, okay? (laughs) This blue ribbon goes to the celebrations. APR and Cole Nelson have the sax celebration where they're like playing like the air guitar. And then Daquan Felton and Jalen Lane do the Hadouken. I think that's what people were calling it. The Hadouken celebration. I I didn't understand the references, but I saw a ton of people get hype about it. And I am very excited about it. Uh, it was incredible, but the, the blue ribbon is, is going to just, setting a standard and living up to the standard that at home we don't lose. So that's the blue ribbon of the week. And it's the energy, the, the excitement, the celebrating with your team that we've talked about earlier. Um, we were interviewing Mr. Gosnell and Mr. Holloway. They talked about it. They said, Hey, look, our, our, our staff really hammered us about, look, you guys need to celebrate together. You guys need to celebrate the wins. You need to celebrate the big plays. And, um, I tweeted it from the States during the game. It was a literal party in Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, That is what it was. And it was awesome. Nobody wanted it to end. Um, I didn't even want to leave the stadium when the game was over, but incredible, incredible, (laughs) incredible. Letters from the lunch pail. Jared Rogers, a lot of great positives 
from the last few weeks, where could you see the improvement needed from us as we head into this final stretch? Um, I said it. I think I think uh, converting field goals into touchdowns is crucially important. Um, coming into this game, it was coming out hot, coming out punching and making a fir- the first quarter a quarter that we can win, and we did that. Um, I would say that would be it. I think Virginia Tech – not great in the red zone touchdown scoring department. Um, they weren't great in the red zone getting any points department uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so we took that first step, and now we got to take that leap into scoring points. So that is what I would say um, is where I'd like to see some improvement there. Yeah, enforce a few more turnovers. But, I mean, you're playing complimentary football. You're dominating time of possession. Score 50. You know, we've been scoring 38 a lot and I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not one to complain about scoring 38, but Hey, let's, uh, let's run it up a little bit. Let's turn those touchdowns uh, or field goals and touchdowns. And- can we, can we give a hat, a hat tip to Hokie Barrick for na- nailing the score prediction this week? No, Hokie Barrick commented on the score prediction after the game. <laughs> oh, well, shout out to him. did you hit him up until, and, and tell him he won? Cause, uh, no. Eric, I know what you're doing. Not getting any free Suns merch, but I, I, I liked, I liked the, uh, the effort. The effort was there. Damn. But uh, he I am me. monitoring the comments. <laughs> uh, SC Hokies with an eye towards Charlotte knocks on wood. I, I know this is not what SC Hokie is saying, but um, I, I have to reply to this, to this tweet that we got. Any time that I am, just, we are simply just sharing with you guys what what the what the data and what the road is so yesterday i tweet out jackets win your virginia tech Hokies play louisville next week for sole possession of second place in the acc they control their own destiny on the road to to the acc championship nothing about that tweet is incorrect so my guy tyler nelson he writes back we can't get excited yet but we can get excited about getting excited if we win no i'm excited I'm excited now. I'm excited right now. Um, I am excited about the opportunity to play meaningful football games in November. That's what we're doing. So I hate to break it to everybody. Pat and Billy Ray getting on this podcast right here, getting jazzed and telling you about the scenarios. We don't throw the ball. We don't catch the ball. We don't tackle players. We don't break up passes. We're just here to tell you what's happening. I eat turkey legs and shake my keys on third down. That is what we do. So um, if we get excited, I don't think that really affects that much, except my excitement level. And it's high. That's what it's going to be. But back to SC Hokies question. With an eye towards Charlotte, knocks on wood, been great at home in conference play. Which do you think is the hardest road game left in the schedule? Louisville, Boston College, or UVA? I mean, it's obviously Louisville. Louisville is the toughest team that we are going to play on the schedule. It's the next game. It's the biggest game that Virginia Tech has played. It, it's probably the biggest game that Virginia Tech has played since 2019 UVA. Uh, I, I don't think that that's I don't think that that's hyperbolic at all. Um, you can go and you can say, well, you know, we played you know ranked Notre Dame this year. We played UNC when they were top ten in September. Um, those are all big games, but big games that could potentially lead to something that would, um, you know, change the trajectory and the conversation around Virginia Tech here. Um, I mean, if you turn on, I'm looking forward to Josh Pate tonight. Josh Pate's going to be talking about us. He doesn't cover Virginia Tech. He co- covers national uh, college football on a national scale. He's He's got to talk about us. You tune into ACC Network last night, EMAC, Riggs, Manuel, Tannenbaum, our guy, Eddie Royal, they're all fired up about talking about us. That's all because of what we have done thus far. To answer your question, if I had to rank these games I'm not even going to rank them. I'm just going to tell you tell you the word that jumps out. Louisville, most talented team left on the schedule. Second most talented team we play all year. Boston College. You have to go to Boston. It's going to be cold. There's going to be nobody in the stands. And Castellanos is strong. He's scary. He's a scary. He's a scary guy to play against. And then UVA, they might be Watch the best. Two, they might be the best two win team in the country. That's not hyperbolic. I mean, they took. They took Miami to the uh, they took Miami to the brink yesterday overtime game. 
Uh, they play extremely, extremely hard. They've had some bad luck in close football games. They beat UNC at UNC. Might have completely derailed UNC's uh, um, campaign this year, which is hilarious. Um, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun three weeks. Um, Let's be clear here, Billy Ray. UNC derailed their own campaign. That's true. That's true. Um, but closing thoughts. I love this football team. I really do. I, I, I the, the journey has been so fun and so crazy in what has to be the most entertaining league of football this year in the ACC. Coach Keys said it in his post game uh, sit down with the ACC network that look like this is such a fun league. It's a competitive league, top to bottom. Um, from you know Florida State, who's competing for college football playoff berth to um, Duke who's battling back from some significant injury stuff. Um, this is the first time that Duke has been blown out by the way, in the Elko era um, Boston college. who's a gritty football team, Virginia tech. Who's who's hot, hot, hot NC state beats Clemson. Coach Doran is, is talking smack to Steve Smith. I mean, it's just, it is such a fun league, man. Um, and, and it it is, some of the most fun that I've had in Lane Stadium in a long, long time, uh, week in and week out. So I guess my closing thoughts are: I just I, I love this football team. This league, you kidding me? This league is awesome. College football in general is awesome this year. There is no clear cut dominating team. You know, you got the Caleb Williams show got shut down in back to back weeks. You got. A team like Washington, who we thought was a world beater, and they are having trouble with Arizona and having trouble with Stanford. This Alabama-LSU game next week is probably going to be one of the better games all year in college football. Uh, you got Georgia, who is certainly the uh, the top dog right now. You got, you know, Big Ten is Big ten in. Michigan and Ohio State are, are clearly the uh, the two favorites in the Big Ten, but it, it, it's anyone's game at this point. Um, you got Oklahoma going down and losing in Lawrence, Kansas. You got Lance Leopold's team six and two. They started five and zero last year. They're bowl eligible now. They're beating Oklahoma, six ranked team in the country at home. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a ton of fun. Um, let's see, Billy Ray. So. Is it time for Sharky shoutouts? It certainly is. Uh, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this awesome new app that we are introducing to this uh, to this fan base that is going to change everybody's life? I'm incredibly excited to talk about this. There are a lot of psycho fans out there, and what psycho fan behavior is is having a spreadsheet of every single game that you've ever gone to and where it was and what was the score and who'd you go with and it's color coded and. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're just not one of those people, and I understand. However, there is a solution. There's an application. It's called Memento. M-O-M-E-N-T-O. A-C, Memento. You go on there, and you can access every Virginia Tech sporting event. Football. Basketball's on there, too, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, from the last 10 years all the way back to 2013, which coincides with the first game that I ever went to as a student. The Alabama game in Atlanta. So I went in and I created my profile and I went in to that first game in 2013 where Nick Saban beat the doors off of Virginia Tech 35 to 10. But guess what? I have pictures from that day and I could upload pictures from that day to my memento. And then I go and see the entire 2013 season and all the games that I attended. And I do that for every single season. I've attended over 100 uh, or I think I think it was like 84 Virginia Tech games since 2013. Uh, have not logged basketball yet, but this is going to be an awesome app where the diehard fans get together. You follow your friends, you see pictures uploaded, you tag your friends, and you can see, hey, which stadium have I been to most? Uh, which team have I seen most? And uh, whether it's football, it's basketball, it's soccer, you get involved and you really get to share your story and share your memento. So. We're going to talk about our mementos from Thursday night. And we're also going to share out a link that has a um, 
I download links so you guys can get in on the action. My memento from from Thursday was a picture of myself and Billy Ray and Billy Ray's old man, Russ Mitchell, where we're on the field before a pregame and we're all just looking excited, looking fired up. And Russ has his tongue out and uh, <laughs> it was a perfect example of the fun to follow. Uh, for 60 minutes there in Lane Stadium. So that makes my memento. And I cannot wait to share it out on the socials with you all. What about you, BRM? What you got? Yeah. Um, just just real quick to give you guys an idea. Like they are adding year after year. You can go back for professional sports even past 2013. And it gives you your profile. I mean, you can see absolutely every place that you've been, professional baseball, soccer, hockey, um, professional football games, if you're if you're into that, and if you're into that kind of thing. Um, and it just creates you a cool little digital ticket that will momentize your time. They got the stats in there. They got the crowd in there. They got everything. So check them out. We'll have that link up for you. I mean, my memento, it's, oh man, what a photo. What a photo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't really pick out one. I mean, I had so many special moments with so many people. Um, I, I, I do want to just jump into the Sharky shout outs here. Um, Randy Irvin, Hal Byers, who I love seeing every single game. Hal Byers, I, I appreciate you, man. You're you are awesome. I know Pat's got got his hat on. Uh, the virtual background. There it is. The get him on the side. Uh, Matthew Rumble, who was rocking an awesome quarter zip that said eight in the box. Absolutely fire. Please know, let me know where I can get one of those. Um, Travis Shiree, Scott Schwartz, Peyton Montero, Paul Bertner. Love, love that guy um, and countless, countless other folks. And again, the second last potentially game uh, in Section 5 this past weekend was was incredible. So um, just a really, really awesome weekend. Thank you guys for making it a great weekend for my pops. He hadn't been back since 2017 Clemson um, and uh, he had a great time. Got a long list here. My guy, our guy, Rush Middleton. Mm-hmm. Billy Ray, can we get a can we have a moment for the Bourbon Hokey sweatshirt? Thank you, Rush. So back to back, uh, back to back weekends. We got Rush hooking us up with the Bourbon Hokey sweatshirts. Mine's actually right here. Check that out. Bourbon Hokey. You got Hal Byers hooking us up with the hats. Guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We love wearing it. Um Big John Barlow, Marianne Barlow, Rachel and Tyler, the gang. Where was Abby Barlow this weekend is my question. Um, we'll have wow. to see. We'll have to see everyone at NC State in the Section 5 send-off. Joe Beamer and Mr. Lemelin. Okay, Joe Beamer, an absolute character, <laughs> all-time hokey. Joe's like, dude, I, I met – okay, I met this guy – I think I talked about it two years ago on the West Virginia podcast. I met him. He sat behind us at the West Virginia game in Morgantown. I had sunscreen. He was getting married like the next weekend. He's like, dude, I need some of that sunscreen. Like I need some of that sunscreen. So guess what? I gave him some of that sunscreen and we are now friends because of said transaction. <laughs> um, so my guy, Joe tailgates at the German club has been doing it for years. Him and his dad drive down from Buffalo Every single home game to see Virginia Tech play. Wow. That is – we talked about psycho fan behavior. That's psycho fan behavior right there. I, I want to see Joe Beamer's list of mementos, okay? Um, so shout out to him and uh, the efforts that they go through. He's, he said, I'm going to be at the Virginia Tech-Syracuse game. I'm not going to the Thursday Night Bills game. Why would I do that? Pawned off his tickets to the Bills game. Was in lane. Got in the Section 5 pick. He's right behind my head. Uh, let's see. Brad and Ginger Bailey back in Lane Stadium. We had Annie and Hannah back in the house as well. They enjoyed their first Section 5 experience, both on record, saying that they had unprecedented amounts of fun on Thursday. Uh, saw the gang at Mayhul's tailgate and regrouped at Tots for a post-game celebration. Uh, shout out to my guy, Chad Joyce. Several high fives were exchanged with Tommy Amal in Section 5. He was also uh, 
at the post-game celebration. And speaking of top of the stairs, a few mentions on the broadcast between Matt Barry and Dan Mullen. I know Jason Bronze and Russ were holding it down behind the bar post-dub at Tots. Uh, Andy and Tracy Newman love their spirit more than anything. Freaking <laughs> love. Just love their spirit. Love seeing them. They introduced me to Jeb Burton. That was cool. And uh, you know, they were hanging out with Dax down on the field as well. Dax Hollifield, one of my favorite Charlotte residents, took a video uh, during Sandman right at the end where the players are all running out and Dax is at the very end of the line getting in everyone's face, juicing up the players. That was incredible. Shout out to the content grabbers. Will Trent, Willie T Media, you got to follow him, at Willie T Media. Scooter Waller, always taking incredible shots. Michael Conway, uh, Jake Sells. I really have to give a uh, an all-out bow to Eric Shepard and Chris Jones, who joined us for content all day on Thursday. Um, some content with the basketball team that we're really excited to put out. And then the sights and sounds of game day video. Uh, that we will be putting out at some point as well from Syracuse. So could not appreciate them more. Had an awesome time. They came uh, down from Charlotte uh, and stayed stayed overnight and left after the game. Didn't get back to to Charlotte or Raleigh or wherever they live until two thirty in the morning. Um, so and then we're at work the next day. So um, you guys, you guys get you guys get some some grit points for that. That was that was incredible. Hunter and Carter Atherton. And Matt Balance, always a pleasure. Uh, and then, honestly, like like Billy mentioned, Paul Bertner, like all you guys who are tuning into this podcast every single week and coming down to Section 5, you're like, hey, three minutes left in the game. I got to go make my way over there because the picture's going to happen and then people are going to – they got to beat the traffic. You know, we got some folks driving back to Charlotte immediately after the game they got to leave with, you know, five minutes left in the game to beat the traffic. They, they missed the picture. Um, but, you know, understand, you got to get back, got to get back to, uh, got to get back home. But whoever uh, is joining us for those pictures, coming up, introducing yourself, getting pictures, like love seeing you all come over and, and could not be more appreciative of that. Uh, celebrating a win and coming together and having an awesome time. And then just uh, with one game left here, NC State, potentially the last section five game with how the reseeding is going to go over. We're not necessarily sure the plan yet on that, but um, that being said, this does kick off the official 2023 get Rob Cipolla to a football game campaign. We need Rob in section five more than anything for NC state. So um, Billy, any commentary on, on the, uh, the campaign that we're launching here? No. I mean, if you see him, let them know. It, uh, you know, we've I've said it basically at every single game. I miss Rob Sapola. I miss Rob Sapola. Um, so we we need you, Rob. We we need you to we need you to we need you to make your way down. Without a doubt. So that being said, do you have any other shout outs before I kick off or uh you know spiral out with some haikus, some poetry? No, no, nothing else. I mean, what an amazing, amazing memory. Uh what a fun, fun year. Um, we have a a, tr- a tremendous challenge with Louisville on the road. We'll be taking that in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, celebrating uh, Griffin's bachelor party. So uh, best believe we will be loud. We will be proud and we will be uh, involved. Um, I think it's safe to say that if, if, if that wasn't happening, we'd be there, but there's no place that I would rather be than uh, celebrating our guy Griff as he gets ready to walk into a life of holy matrimony with his lovely, lovely fiance, Maddie. So Maddie, uh, Maddie, we love you as well. Um, Griff is marrying a Tar Heel, so um, we're taking all and any, any and all recommendations for Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, this weekend. Haikus, Tom Persinger, the old school is back. All maroon on Thursday night. Sandman loves orange juice. Six syllables, but we'll give it to you, Tom. Love it. Pete McGee, sacks are back in style. Oh, Pete. Pete McGee loves having the 
the one to two syllable words in his haikus is style one or two syllables billy ray style i think it's two i think it's two it's like style 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 orange orange style or orange style pete i i love it sacks are back in style are we delusional or will Hokies win out? We are not delusional, Pete. Let's go. Hokie hack. Hokies juiced the cues. Thursdays are for the Hokies. It's now bourbon week. It is. Pencil tucky Hokie. JC in his bag. <laughs> Xavion Turner Bradshaw. <laughs> That Davey reverse was smooth. Bradshaw. Yeah. Anytime you're just using a player's full name as an entire line of a of the middle line of a haiku, you are a artist. You're an artist at poetry, pencil tucky hokey. And then Oswald, Mr. Oswald Bates. Outside runs, long throws, leaves turn orange and maroon. All is improving. Really fun poetry this week. And I love doing this at the end. I love how we kind of splice it up a little bit. That's all I got. What a this weekend. Winning, this winning thing is just a it's little so different. awesome. It's so it's awesome. different. So I know we're we were uh I tell you this is a lot more fun than the alternative. Um, but uh what an absolute turnaround. We say it every single week. If you would have told me four weeks ago we'd be here, I wouldn't believe you. And here we are saying it again. So, um, huge week. Huge week. A real test. A real test for Coach Pry and his staff to get their first Power 5 win on the road versus a ranked opponent, no less. Let's go out there. Let's compete. Hokey fans, go out. Enjoy the bourbon. Not too much. Got a football game to win. Is that a podcast? That's a podcast. Like, subscribe. Please. Starts. It helps. It does help. It does help. Um, and let's go. Time to wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go this way singing Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day to you and